Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Good Morning Liberty podcast. I'm one of the hosts here, Chuck, Charlie Charles Thompson. Man, that intro hits hard every time. Hey, you got your in-ears in today, so you get, the, you get the full throated volume. I just, you know, you hear that and you're like, fucking Liberty is back. You hear that and you're like, I bet everyone who even used to be in that band is a badass, you know? Yeah. That's what that's what you think. Everyone, please welcome the guy speaking on the other side. Uh, he's uh, the one who knows just about everything there is to know. Thanks for joining us as always, Nate. <laughs> Nate, Thank you for having me on, Charlie. Nate Nathaniel McCoy, uh, Paul Liberty Thurston. That that is my given Christian name. All right. Yeah. That, it's the old Orthodox. By that. Yeah. It's the old Orthodox um, <laughs> Christian birthright that you have. Yeah. Have so, you been? Uh, before we get into terrible, depressing things, have you been having a good day, or has it been as bad as politics? Um, I, I've had a pretty decent day. Some, you know, sometimes. I just got to tell y'all, for those of you in the business world, I think a lot of people are going to understand this. I I just don't understand how many meetings that people have to have where you just don't accomplish anything. That's what meetings are for. Me- how many meetings do you hear when you're in the office with me where you're like, I can't believe they paid you for that yeah. hour. <laughs> it's a complete waste of time. <laughs> you guys got meetings to schedule more meetings. Yes. You have whole meetings about meetings. Yes, it is absolutely impressive. And Fiat meetings. If we, if we could solve that problem, if we could be like the consulting firm that, that you have to run your meeting through, yeah. <laughs> like, is this necessary? Yes or no? How much money you would say? We could schedule a lot of meetings to talk about people's meetings <laughs> and whether could. or not they should have them. We could. Most of the time, the answer is no. Exactly. We could just yeah. schedule that whole thing, which, by the way, Elon Musk has a really good principle on that, which we won't go into. But it, <laughs> I will say that um, I've had a great day. It is a somber day for Liberty, in my opinion. <laughs> you haven't heard somber <laughs> used all that much. Uh-uh, no. And it seems as, uh, you know, each with each passing day, something new and fantastic comes out about somebody else being banned and they got no fly lists and uh, all kinds of things happening. Oh, by the way, uh, Facebook did say that it was a, it was a mistake to ban Ron Paul, that that was not done on purpose. He's back. I, I, I haven't checked to see if he's back, but they did say that it was a mistake and they'd be fixing it. Did they apologize to the father of Liberty? I don't think that they apologize. No. Um, I think that came from reason.com when I was combing through there for stuff for the show. They had posted about them removing him and they'd also put in there that Facebook said it was a mistake and that they were correcting the error. Yeah. So in that's s- good news. And some quick, uh, sad news. I just want to mention this briefly. Um, and I want to say a few things about it, but, uh, unfortunately the, uh, president of young Americans for Liberty has been removed. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was, uh, there's allegations and it seems to be from the organization itself. There's a confirmation of, um, some sexual assault allegations. So he has been removed. Um, and I say unfortunate because it's such a great organization that we still love, uh, that's done some amazing work for Liberty. And it's just, you know, it's an unfortunate situation, but look as you know, especially men, we talk about personal responsibility on this show and I'm a man. So I, you know, personal responsibility, mansplain yourself, right? I'm going to mansplain myself. It's like you, you should never put yourself in that position. 
just don't, ever just don't do anything just don't do anything bad like that just that i i talked a little bit about it on our facebook page too the patreon members in a video on monday i think and assuming that they the allegations are all true against cliff which uh, they removed him and they seem to be confirming i mean there's still, yeah. still ongoing investigations and but. i said my assumption was that they were true all the allallegations seemed very credible they seemed uh they seem legitimate and so I was leaning it's towards multiple that. stories of the same story. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So that is, uh, that's, uh, we're saying it's unfortunate, not that he was removed because we want him to remain there. It's unfortunate because of the work that the organization does. And what I hope is that they, they clean up this problem, that they remove the people, uh, who have, who are, are guilty of this thing, uh, of any type of sexual misconduct, and that they move on, that they get a, they appoint a new person to head the organization because the Young Americans for Liberty, in my opinion, uh, you know, not counting the potential sexual misconduct, um, Young Americans for Liberty has been the answer to a lot of our political problems and what they are doing and getting so many people elected yeah. in all of these positions all around the country. I think that that's one of the only things that we can do uh, actionable in politics is try to get people in office in these local offices and state legislators, things like that. And they've been extremely effective at doing this. And, and so I hope that they move on from this, that they admit where their faults were and what they did wrong. And if everyone still wants to be a part of the organization, I hope that they continue doing the good work they've been doing on the political level and stop the bad work that they've been doing on a personal level. Jeremy has a good point. Don't be a terrible human. Yeah, just don't do it. Look, that, and I understand. I mean, it's difficult. Uh, not difficult. It. We're in a. We're we. Let me put it in the Jordan Peterson way. Men and women haven't been working together for that long, in the grand scheme of history. Let's say. Um, and so the the biggest thing is like. Whatever you have to do, if you have to treat all of your female coworkers as if they're your daughter, then yeah. do that, or your sister. Or just don't treat them like crap. Right. You know, either one. You know, well, and I'm speaking like daughter, directly to you know? men because I feel responsible for men as a man. And you should take personal responsibility for, for yourself and your actions. And don't don't hit on people that don't want to be hit on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Especially if you're married. Especially if you're married. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. The last time I checked. And uh, don't don't assault people. It's, don't hurt people and don't take their stuff. This is part of the liberty principles that we believe in. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so guard on frustrating to have a, what do you, I don't know, to have a blemish, I guess, on an organization that otherwise has been amazing. Yeah. Now it might be, Oh, young Americans for Liberty. Well, they were started by this guy who ended up getting forced out because of sexual misconduct allegations. Right. Called it. See, this is what Liberty people do. It's just going to be, yeah, you know? it's just going to make it that much harder. Yeah. And so speaking to all the men out there, um, cause there are a lot of men that listen to the show. Don't, don't be terrible people. Just, and, and this kind of stuff won't happen. Yeah. Don't let, uh, you know, try to be objective and don't let emotional drives or sexual drives drive any of your actions, yes. especially when it comes to the workplace. Just don't do it. Okay. Plus you are in a position of very, very important responsibility when you are at the helm of an organization that could literally change the country and could change the lives for millions of people around the country and around the world if you achieve what your goals are. Yeah. So the the aspirations of the organization are bigger than any 
drive that you might have as a, as a terrible human, all right? Uh, and so, and obviously all of this is speaking from the standpoint that all the allegations are true. And the way that, that this seemed different from a lot of times that you see people uh, try to damage people's reputations this or try to take than the down Kavanaugh. an organization. Yeah it's, yeah, it's not like that. Right. Um, they, there were screenshots of text messages and messages and stuff like that. Now, that's not obvious proof of anything. I could change Charlie's name to Barack Obama on my phone right now and then take screenshots of stuff that me and Charlie say back and forth. Uh, but all of the things combined together. Uh, and all is... of a sudden, Obama becomes hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, it's a good thing that, that they are going to try and move on, and that is what they should do. Get past this, fix the problems, and move on with the really important goal. So, yeah. Yep. And you know, like to all the, to all the ladies, we have ladies that listen to us too, to all the ladies out there that are part of the Liberty movement. Um, you know, this sucks and to have to deal with, cause I have other friends as well that have dealt with things that I, that I've heard about and that kind of stuff sucks. And I have this conversation with Stephanie all the time. I'm like, I just, when, when I heard about this, I'm like, I just can't believe it. And she goes, well, there's a lot of men out there who, you wouldn't believe yeah <laughs> say and do the craziest things mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. so men get your shit together do it do it like i'm 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 sick of this be a better person St stop just be better there yeah. you go stop assaulting so anyway um now that we now that we got that and uh you know we should reach out and see if uh emma wants to come back on the show and and talk about this sometime Oh, yeah. Or talk about what Yal is doing to move forward. Talk about what she can talk about. Yeah, I guess yeah. what what uh, she can. Assuming uh, she's I haven't seen much from her over the whole thing. So well, she had a whole Twitter thread about did this. She? Yeah, because she it. worked with she worked and traveled with Cliff, who was the president of Yal, and um, she was just as as taken aback as you know everyone else. But you know, from what she's seen from the allegations and stuff too, she's you know she apologized. Yeah and um is very upset so you know i guess he didn't you know make any um i guess he didn't make any moves on her um from what it seems like but uh, there were multiple accounts multiple accounts and multiple of the same stories and it's just unfortunate so yep. take um <clears throat> god just just make a better decisions do it D don't hurt people don't take their stuff. Yeah. Don't Two violate basic principles. Don't violate anyone's personal property rights. Don't yeah. violate property rights. All right. Just don't do it. Um, so the impeachment thing is going on, guys. I don't know if you heard about it, but they're trying to impeach Trump again. The, he could go down as the first president to be impeached two times, <laughs> which honestly, uh, is it worth it? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? I> don't <laughs> know. It's almost worth it. Just, uh, you know, for him, I mean, yeah. I mean, who can get it winning? That is winning right yes, there. Yeah. You got to impeach twice. Right. So when he goes on the campaign trail the next time, if, <laughs> as long as he doesn't get, you know, as long as the Senate doesn't say he can't. Yeah. So if he goes on the campaign, I am two time impeached. <laughs> His <laughs> goal is to Donald. become three time impeached. <laughs> and I want to be impeached three times. <laughs> okay. So maybe then I'd be enough. <laughs> we're going to try to clear up some stuff today that's going on because listen, the house is going to vote to impeach him. Uh, we don't know what the Senate's going to do. It actually sounds like Cocaine Mitch is, is maybe in favor of doing the impeachment. We'll talk about why that might be the case. And there's questions of whether or not they can impeach him after he leaves office because it does look like they're not. The, I, I think Mitch said they are not 
convening like the, it, for the next week or something. The Senate isn't. So, um, well, they get about a hundred vacation days a year. Yeah. Um, so they need more, honestly, <laughs> <laughs> um, that I don't think they're going to impeach him through the Senate, you know, go through that process while he's still in office. I don't really see that happening. And you're going to have to get, uh, 17 Republicans to vote in favor of the conviction or removal or whatever they, whatever they end up calling it. So there's a question of, can they do it after he leaves office? And, and should they do that? And uh, Charlie, why don't you answer that question from reason? I'll tell you, I don't, think that this, I don't think this settles the argument completely, but reason makes the case that there is precedent for him to be impeached after, even after he leaves office. Yeah, and you know the Constitution doesn't really say whether or not you have to be in office to be impeached. Like, it, it doesn't say anything about that. It just says a president can be impeached for high crimes and misdemeanors, so... You know, whatever that is, go back and impeach Obama for Gaza, <laughs> like whatever. There's a lot of presidents. We're going to be able to use this <laughs> as precedent to go back and impeach. Yes. So this coming from reason. Yes, the Senate may hold Trump's impeachment trial after he leaves office. In 1797, the House of Representatives impeached and the Senate expelled Senator William Blunt of Tennessee for committing high crimes and misdemeanors after President John Adams charged Blunt with taking part in a British plot. The Senate held Blunt's impeachment trial after he was kicked out of office. In 1827, Vice President John C. Calhoun took the unusual step of requesting a congressional impeachment investigation on of himself for misdeeds that his political opponents said he committed while he was serving as Secretary of War. I hold myself in contempt. He requested an impeachment investigation of himself. Yeah, I mean... If you want to clear your name, that's a that's a way to do it. In other words, Calhoun wanted to be investigated after the fact in order to clear his name. That congressional impeachment investigation occurred after Calhoun left office as Secretary of War. In 1846, former president and son of another former president, John Quincy Adams, who was then serving in Congress as the senior representative for Massachusetts, Massachusetts, gave a full-throated defense of the impeachment of federal officials after they left office. I hold myself so long as I have the breath of life in my body, Adams declared, amendable of impeachment by this house for everything I did during the time I held any public office. So, same guy. Yep. In 1876, the House impeached ex-Secretary of War William Belknap, for he resigned from office after a corruption scandal. What is more, as the legal scholar Brian C. Cout notes in his exhaustive study, the constitutional case for the impeachability of former federal officials, the House unanimously, unanimously voted and the Senate ruled specifically that resignation could not terminate the congressional impeachment process. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's... It goes so, on. There's a little... Yeah, we don't have to go any further into it because it's kind of boring overall. Um there's some precedent, I guess, for impeachment going through after someone is no longer in office. We'll just say it that way. Well, it's like, so say you're the, it, to me, it's similar to like, you're the CEO of Enron. Yeah. And you're, <laughs> there's all kinds of scandals going on. So you decide I'm going to resign as CEO. It doesn't mean you don't, you, you can't be held liable. For anything you for, did while you were CEO. For the, for the things that you did while you were CEO. I resigned. Yeah. I re, it doesn't matter. You can still go to trial, essentially. Um, and that's, you know, essentially what impeachment is. Um, 
is is the the well and in the Senate when you're on trial is whether or not they're going to remove you from office or remove the title essentially yeah from from what you were so yeah I don't I don't know we'll get in more to what we think should happen here um here here in a minute uh we'll run through this one real quick too now, before we get well hang on should they impeach Trump um well I I don't I don't think so and that's mainly because um from a legal standpoint which we'll talk about here in a bit I don't see him guilty legally of incitement Am I don't we have more important things to work on Apparently not I mean the dude's got 7 days left now we've got the certified electoral college all done up buttoned up it's got a bow on it it's got Biden's name on it that man is going to be sworn in now, how long he'll stay as president, we don't know. That's to be seen. But we know that he's going to be there on in a graduation day. Yeah. Inauguration. Yes. His graduation day is coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> so his name's on it. And so my thing is like, what? what's the point? Well, we'll talk about that um, here in a sec, what they're saying the point is. And some of it does have to do with whether or not he'll be allowed to hold office later on. We'll be talking about a... A tweet with a bunch of fake things in it went around. They got 180,000 retweets with a bunch of stuff. Even Charlie started quoting the tweet to me, and I was like, mm-hmm. that stuff wasn't true that, that was in there. Um, in That's fact, why I ran about you before I just ran yeah, my mouth on the podcast. Yeah. Run it run it through the fact checker over here. Um, <laughs> do we have a fact checker story, too? I don't think. Yeah, we do. We have a ridiculous. It couldn't make it to the dumb bleep because it goes along with all of this stuff. It's a, it's insane. So you, you want to make sure you're here for that. Um I don't see him guilty of a crime in my... Well, <laughs> all presidents are guilty of a lot of crimes, more than likely. Yes. Uh, crimes against humanity overall. Lots uh, of high crimes and misdemeanors. Yeah, I think that applies for all... But incitement, I don't see it. And I think that that is a very dangerous precedent to set for you to be held liable for what your words could have led people to do. I think that... Uh, and after we read through the Supreme Court cases on incitement or a few of the the notes on incitement, I just don't see how it's how it's going to go through. There's one word in there that I think we're going to get hung up on. Uh, um, House Democrats make legal case for Trump impeachment amid growing bipartisan support. From roll call, the House Judiciary Committee defended Congress's ability to impeach President Donald Trump in a 50-page report that states... Long, they didn't do a 5,000-page report? Come on. <laughs> no, it's only 50. That, see, it's when it's something that they really, really, really want, that they just do 50 pages. Uh, report that states lawmakers don't have to worry about the president's free speech rights or the dwindling time remaining in his current term. You don't have to worry about the president's free speech rights. <laughs> no. Or the time remaining. Don't worry Don't worry about those things, guys. You don't, <laughs> you don't want to worry about that. The, the most important <clears throat> thing is that we need to get this yeah. impeachment <laughs> entered. <laughs> If you guys, if you guys can't tell, we're moving our hands across the camera right here and letting you know that you don't want to worry about the president's free speech rights. The committee Democrats write that Trump, in a speech just before Wednesday's events, and also more broadly since November 3rd election, actively encouraged the mob to besiege the Capitol in defense of his supposed electoral victory. There is literally no text, text, uh, his speech to text, notation at all, of him actively encouraging a mob to besiege the Capitol. No. It's literally not, you're not going to find that in text. Anywhere. At all. He, you're Actually, what you'll find in text is him saying to go down there and peacefully protest. 
literally in the text. Yeah. You'll find him saying that. Okay. He did say to go down to the Capitol, but that you needed to go down there and, and do it peacefully. So the Supreme Court and other courts for a century have struggled to develop a jurisprudence with disti- which distinguishes between advocacy and criminal incitement. Quote, this is from Alan Dershowitz, famous uh, defense attorney. And in the leading case of Brandenburg v. Ohio, a unanimous decision, the Supreme Court basically said that what President Donald Trump said on Wednesday, as much as I disapprove of it and many people disapprove of it on its merits, is protected by the First Amendment to the Constitution. Uh, Continuing the quote, it comes within core political speech and to impeach a president for having exercised his First Amendment rights would be so dangerous to the Constitution. Dershowitz said it would lie around like a loaded weapon ready to be used by either party against the other party. That almost makes me kind of want them to do it. (laughs) Just keep (laughs) honestly (laughs) keep going. Just we have a slew of impeached presidents. Yeah, yeah. The aliens come back in like twenty four hundred. Like what the hell happened? How's twenty twenty twenty? House Democrats in the report counter that interpretation of Brandenburg applied to private citizens, but Trump has a high level position of public trust that makes him more accountable for his words. So what about Obama? (laughs) So what about Bernie Sanders? I. the hypocrisy here is going to be the thing that people are going to be hung up on. Like, like we've said every day this week, had 2020 gone differently, where immediately everyone on the left were calling for only peaceful protests and and saying that all the violence must stop and all of that, had all of these politicians been doing that through 2020, we'd have a lot harder time with this right now, uh, because the thing to fall back on is always, uh, but what about what they did? So I'm trying to make my decisions based on, well, would I like this applied to them as well? And honestly, I, I, I wouldn't. I would only like this applied to them if they apply it to Trump in, in that case. And that's what you want. Like if they're going to apply it to Trump and say that he's guilty of incitement, then I would also want them to apply that to a lot of other people on the left. Well, I don't but, think it, I, I don't like it at all because I don't think the other people are guilty of incitement either. Yeah. But but my, my thing is, is like, why, how are they coming after Trump for the same thing that other people have done and received no consequence for? And I don't think they should receive a consequence for it. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't really think so either. I think that that, I think that that like goes outside the whole idea that we're all human beings that are personally responsible yes. for our own actions and decisions. Yes. I don't like really any of the incitement laws, ex- except for the old yelling fire in a crowded theater, which is what everyone goes to. There's a difference in that because you're inciting people to run for their lives and you could, people could be harmed in that stampede of people. And so you're not inciting people to go set fire in a crowded theater. You're inciting them to run for their lives because you just told them that there's a fire. And so they all start running away from a threat for their lives. That's Mm -hmm. a different scenario, in, in my opinion. I think that you are causing people to to flee for their lives and people could be injured in that event. So well, Marie says that's a call to action. That's yeah. the difference. So incitement, uh, this is from oh, uh, crap. my mom always said, I think like, you know, if, well, if, you know, if Mr. Peters told you to jump off a bridge, would you do it? Mm-hmm. Hey, we've been telling the kids that since, <laughs> since, I mean, we've heard that since we were kids. Well, if that person since, told you to jump off a bridge, would you circa do it? 1992. Yeah. Circus. 1992 circus. Right around then. Mm -hmm. All right. So incitement to imminent lawless action. I want to discuss this in these Supreme Court cases, I think, are not going to completely cover what's going on with Trump here. 
But like I said, I don't think he is guilty of inciting anything because he did not say to go do the things that happened at the Capitol. We're, we're going to have an issue here, which is hindsight. But we'll, we'll um, run through these. Hang on. Maurice brings up a good point here. He does say you can shout fire in a theater when there is a fire. <laughs> yeah, you can if there is a fire. What about with their smoke? Because if there's smoke, there's fire. From what I hear, there's, what I've, there's, that's which what is I've actually learned. not true. <laughs> no. There can be smoke and not fire. Which, yeah. There really can be. But uh, I don't know. That's not what Smokey the Bear said. <laughs> in 1969, the U.S. Supreme Court ruled in Brandenburg versus Ohio that the, quote, the constitutional guarantees of free speech and free press do not permit a state to forbid or prescribe advocacy of the use of force or of law violation, except where such advocacy is directed to inciting or producing imminent lawless action and is, here's the problem, and is likely to incite or produce such action. Hmm. That is a stupid word for them to put in their Supreme Court case. Likely. Mm -hmm. What a stupid word. Who's going to pull out their statistics on this and figure out whether something is likely to right. happen? Who, who decides likely? Now, we'll, we'll get into why that's such a big issue. And now we have hindsight. Is it likely to happen? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> it is. Okay, yeah. so, so there's your problem. Um, and it's now a lot of people are citing Brandenburg, but there's also another Supreme Court case after that that added on to this. 1973, Hess versus Indiana, the Supreme Court clarified what constitutes imminent lawless action. Supreme Court said the speech involved in Hess was not directed to any person or group of persons. Therefore, it can't be said that the speaker was advocating, in the normal sense, any action. The court also said that since there was no evidence or rational in inference from the import of the language, that is from the speech, that the speaker's words were intended to produce and likely to produce, they said it again, imminent disorder. Those words could not be punished by the state on the ground that they had a tendency to lead to violence. This is going to be a real, this is going to be a real hairy decision here, in mm -hmm. my opinion, because of the word likely. Mm -hmm. Supreme Court said that for free speech to lose First Amendment protection, it must be directed at a specific person or group, and it must be a direct call to commit immediate lawless action. The time element is critical. The court wrote that advocacy of illegal action at some indefinite future time is not sufficient to permit the state to punish Hess, uh, Hess's speech. In addition, there must be an expectation that the speech will, in fact, lead to lawless action. Okay. Now, what you're going to hear from all the news outlets, and I've already seen it today, is the first one, Brandenburg v. Ohio, was a guy who was literally a uh, leader of, of the Ku Klux Klan. Um, you know, those people used to put bed sheets on their horses and ride around. Um, and what he was doing was basically advocating for violence and saying uh, we needed to have uh, eventually have an all-white society. He said a bunch of terrible things, using a bunch of terrible words that were obviously talking about doing violence towards uh, towards anyone who was not white, basically. And the Supreme Court basically ruled that uh, in Ohio, he was sentenced to 10 years. And then it went up to the Supreme Court and they overturned it. And they said that he was not <clears throat> guilty of incitement. Mm -hmm. So you'll hear about uh, what I've already seen in news articles, which is that a former uh, a KKK leader Supreme Court case might be the reason that Donald Trump isn't guilty of incitement. Yeah, they're <laughs> going to tie those two things yeah. together. But yeah. then you don't, what you're not going to hear is the next ruling on top of that, which is Hess versus Indiana, uh, was covered by the NAACP. This was actually 
uh, I believe the guy was black, who was talking about boycotting white businesses, and then in the speech threatened to break the necks of anyone who went to white businesses at, at the speech. And so that went up to the Supreme Court, and they said that he also wasn't guilty of any type of incitement of violence. So there are two court cases, one of them covering the KKK and the other one covering uh, whatever the anti-KKK would have been. For Trump to be guilty of incitement, he would have had to say something along the lines of, uh, this group is going to march down to the Capitol and break in. And you're going to harm this person. You're going to harm anybody that stands in your way. Yeah. Breaking in the Capitol right now. Let's go. But saying we're going to march down to the Capitol and peacefully protest (laughs) is not incitement of what happened. So the issue is going to be... He could have probably even said, we're going to march down to the Capitol and remain mostly peaceful. Yeah. And that probably would have been fine. I don't know. Mostly (laughs) might have heard him at that time. I don't know. Um, The problem is going to be in the language of this. The word likely is going to be an issue. Not that all of this matters. The Senate can still can can still convict him of this. It doesn't matter if it would actually be legally criminal in an actual criminal case. Those right. are different things. Yeah. So, but I, I'm talking that a lot of people are talking criminality, and I don't think I don't think that's the case here. The issue we have is the word likely because now it did happen, which means if you can apply some hindsight view to his speech, was it likely to incite a riot at the Capitol? The answer is yes. Because <laughs> it did. Yeah. It's like if you asked about um, GameStop today, GME, and said, was, was uh, tomorrow, you're like, was, was GME likely to go up by 60% today, uh, yesterday? And you look at it, and you're like, well, it went up by 60%. You're like, yeah, it, I guess it was. Yeah. I don't know. It looks like it was. I, I don't know. So we're going to apply hindsight because there was a riot. That meant that the words he said must have been likely to incite a riot, right? So that's going to be the problem because we're going to apply what happened to the speech instead of, uh, you know, if nothing would have happened, would you still take the same speech and charge the president with incitement after the speech? Right. No. No, you wouldn't. You wouldn't be talking about it at all. So we have a problem here, which is that there was a riot and therefore the word likely is going to become, well, of course it was likely. And if that you guys saw it on TV, and if that wouldn't have happened, 2021 would be off to a decent start. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's not. Yeah, 2020 and 20, 2020 and 2021. Yeah, if you think about it, this is all Shane Hazel's fault. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Now, of course, um, I you know obviously if they impeach him afterwards, then uh, it looks like they could probably remove him. Well, he won't. It won't matter because. They're not going to remove him from office anyway. He's going to be gone. Yeah. By the time this happens, so yeah, it's all it's all really interesting. They're gonna they're going to dig up anything they possibly can to try and continue this charade, just like it was the last time. Mm-hmm. It's all for show. Only this time, it's you all- might get the Senate to go along with it. Right. Why? <laughs> now, why would they go along with it though? It's their show. It is for dogs and ponies. Like, do you actually think it's because Mitch McConnell and like that they literally think that we must impeach Trump like in their hearts? That's what they think. Like they agree with doing that. Or you think it's political posturing? It is It's political posturing, but but it might also uh, help them in a way by keeping them from doing certain things. 
therefore, if you're a Republican, should you, would you strategically favor impeachment as a Republican that wants more Republicans to, to be elected? Would well, you strategically favor the impeachment? It's possible now that the leaders of the GOP would want other members of the GOP to impeach him so that he can't run again because they no longer want to be associated yeah. with Trump being the face of the Republican Party because that's what's happened over the last four years. Trump is taking over as the face of the Republican Party. Like, this is the new direction that we're headed. And so, and honestly, this is a, a problem of a few things. One, not having any principles, as we talked about the other day, and that Republicans should take responsibility for not having any sort of standard whatsoever. Um, and second of all, that, that, that Trump is a, a populist. He wasn't a conservative. He wasn't, he didn't hold conservative values. Now, did Trump do some good things during, during presidency? He absolutely did. I, I think he did a lot of good things. Did he do some terrible things? Absolutely. He wasn't much different besides his use of Twitter. Wasn't much <clears throat> different than any other president we've had over the last 30, 40 years. Yeah. He's been pretty consistent. As far as presidents go, they got to toe a really fine line here because they could impeach Trump and he's got a very big voting base. Like yeah. a real, I don't Huge. know if you guys noticed. It's you, other people's voting bases, not so much. Yeah, I've seen okay? it. Except for Joe Biden's, apparently. Um, he's got a massive voting base. And so their risk for, for turning off a lot of people that may vote for a Republican in the next election, that they're just going to end up turning in, uh, turning a bunch of people into never Republicans. And, that, you know, we're libertarians. I don't really much care which party is doing what. Uh, I just want to support candidates that are in favor of liberty. I don't really care what their political party is. Um, but they got to toe a line here because what they're thinking is if we impeach Trump, well, a lot of his voters are going to be very mad and maybe they'll never vote for a Republican again. Mm -hmm. And if we don't impeach Trump, well, they're, we're not going to have any of the big corporate sponsorships, you know, or corporate donations. We're not going to be able to put the corporate patches on our suit jackets or anything like that uh, when, we're, when we're doing the Lord's work in there. And, and also, the media is going to be all over us if we don't do it. And the, what they need to realize is it doesn't matter if they impeach him or not. Like, that's going to be the case. I've already read in most of the articles I was combing through today, they were like, oh, looks like Mitch McConnell might support impeachment. That doesn't excuse what he's done over the last this many years. You know, they're, you're not going to win over people by, by well, impeaching Trump. Really. Well, because when all the big institutions stop donating to the GOP, yeah, you know, like J.P. Morgan Chase and Citigroup and all these big donors that the GOP has, because... Well, see, the thing about it is, is they're only allowed to donate a certain amount to a specific account, but they can give a party a lot more money. And so when the party starts losing money and they get all pissy, then they're going to start to direct their members to support something to start to try and get that money back. And um, maybe that's not such a terrible thing, though. Yeah, I know. <laughs> maybe, I know. You know, but but the other problem is, though, it's not like the it's not, the, not it's not like the left is going to stop receiving you know, money. We need both of them to stop receiving money. Which and, would come by taking their powers away. Yeah. Yeah. Which unfortunately would only come by electing people that would be willing to take away their powers. Right. That's about the only way to and do those it. Those people don't have any money. Yeah. <laughs> and we can't just point the yowl anymore. So, I mean, there's just a... <laughs> right. Right. Um, the other thing I think the Republicans are worried about, I could totally see Trump running 
just to screw over the Republican Party, I could see him running as an independent in 2024 and and scraping off a massive amount of the vote. I, I could really see him doing that. He has so much support. And I think I, I could see him doing that to screw over the Republican Party for not doing whatever they, he wanted them to do in the Electoral College or whatever well, he wouldn't it is. be able to organize anything on Twitter. <laughs> no, no, he wouldn't. But uh, that would make it even more interesting, I guess. Yeah. Um, it, it would. Uh, I think that that's something they would be worried about. And I think that that is another incentive. Could that be another reason why they deplatformed him on all these platforms? <laughs> because they think he might run again? It's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's an incentive for them to to impeach him because they're worried he's going to run again. And if they impeach him, then they can uh, also vote to make sure that he doesn't run for public office again. That's not in the same vote, by the way, which we'll talk about next. And honestly, I didn't know that they could do that. Yeah. I didn't know you can stop somebody from running for office again. Um, Cause I mean, I'm pretty sure you can run for president while you're in jail. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what the don't rules are on that rules against that. <clears throat> I could be wrong. Somebody, Somebody shoot me a message if I am. Nate at goodmorningliberty.us, please. <laughs> All right. Viral tweet distorts facts on consequences of impeachment. So this is coming from factcheck.org. A viral message shared by left-leaning pages on social media distorts the facts surrounding the legal ramifications of an impeachment. It false, uh, its false message is in part premised on a failure to distinguish between an impeachment by the House and a subsequent conviction and removal from office, which is a decision by the Senate. But the post is inaccurate for other reasons, too. The post, a screenshot of a tweet, reads, For those wondering if it's worth impeaching him this time, it means he, number one, loses his 200000 plus pension for the rest of his life, which is wrong because his pension for the rest of his life is actually his what his salary is, I believe, which is 465000 is what the president's salary is now? I don't, know if it's, I don't know if it's a full salary or percentage of the salary. Um, number two, loses his $1 million a year travel allowance. Number three, loses lifetime full Secret Service detail. Number four, loses his ability to run in 2024. The original tweet was retweeted more than 180,000 times before it was deleted. But an impeachment by the Democratic-controlled House does not alone result in any of those penalties. For starters, the prospect of Trump losing the ability to run in 2024 is not an automatic result of an impeachment or even a conviction by the Senate. If the Senate did convict a president which to date has never been done, a separate vote would be required to also disqualify him from holding future office. So there's already there's already one right there. So I thought this was interesting because we talked about this beginning of the show. You mentioned he loses this and this. And I was like, well, I saw something saying that wasn't true. This tweet went around, was retweeted 180,000 times. And uh, all of the things in it were not true. And I actually saw an exchange between someone who was presenting the fact check and the guy who t who tweeted it saying that he wasn't going to take it down, basically, even after he was shown that it wasn't true, which is which is a problem. You should always look up things. This is my, this is my first viral tweet. <laughs> Leaving it up. As for stripping Trump of the benefits afforded to former presidents, the former president uh, president's act addresses eligibility for benefits such as the pension staff and an annual security and travel allowance. The act says those benefits would not apply to a president whose service is terminated by removal pursuant to Section 4 of Article 2 of the Constitution of the United States of America, which addresses impeachment and removal from office. It appears unlikely that a potential Senate trial 
and therefore any possible conviction would take place before Trump leaves office on January 20th. So, so they can still impeach him, but the Senate's not going to, there probably won't be a trial to remove him from office because he's gone. That's what they're saying. Some of these things could happen if he is removed from office, but it's, it, he's not going to be removed from office. It's not going to go through have time. before that. Right. Even if they finish the impeachment, it's he's not going to be removed. So Josh Blackman, a professor at the South Texas College of Law, Houston, argues that in his reading of the law, the exclusion of benefits would not apply to a president who was convicted in the Senate after having already left office. If Trump is impeached before January 20th and convicted after January 20th, he would still be a former president, Blackman wrote in a January 10 post on reason.com why a former president cannot be removed from a position he no longer holds. So it says that Trump loses lifetime full secret service detail if impeached, but legal experts said it was unlikely Trump would lose secret service protection. Even if he were convicted and removed from office before January 20th, citing another part of federal law, black men wrote that it's possible Trump would still be eligible for the secret service protection. Even if the president was removed from office, CNN points out that former President Barack Obama signed a law in 2013 that amended that part of the U.S. Code to authorize lifetime Secret Service protection for former presidents and that it does not define former president. So he would still be a former president regardless. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the whole point in this thing is uh, you you should look up stuff before you retweet it as much as possible. For instance, I tweeted earlier, we should congratulate Elon Musk for being the richest person in the world. You know, all in all, he is an African-American. Uh, that, that is very, and what I, what I missed from that, the part where I was wrong about that was that Elon Musk is no longer the richest person in the world hmm. a, as of today, which I hope will lead people to realize that this is all based on what your stock price is. Because Amazon went up today, Tesla went down. All of a sudden, Jeff Bezos is again the richest person in the world. Elon Musk is not. See, so I didn't look up to make sure he was still the richest person in the world before I tweeted that. Mm. And I have yet to go remove the tweet. <laughs> only you, if only you could backdate it. I know, I know. I said, man, I was I was a, a day late to the party, man. So th- this just is a problem. Do you see this? Or it might be true tomorrow if you leave it up. If you leave it up, it'll be true again soon. Yeah. Now. What do you do with this on social media when stuff like this goes around? I mean, this isn't like life changing, but uh, uh, obviously stuff like this ends up getting 180,000 retweets and it's com- it's factually inaccurate on each one of the points. You know, there's but it sounds can- good. It sounds good. It made sounds people authoritative. F- it made people feel good. Mm. You know, that it's it feels really good. And there's not really much we can do about this except for the us personally looking things up before we decide to share something to make sure that it's even true. You can't have Twitter obviously deciding what is true and what isn't true. You don't want that. I don't want them doing that because that they're going to be very, as we're going to see in the next article, they're going to be very, very subjective with how they decide things are true or not true. <laughs> it's going to be really funny. Wes has a good uh, good one here. He says, my hope was Trump runs for governor of California or New York. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. Yep. Oh. I wouldn't mind that. I think that'd be really funny to watch. Yes. For sure. So it, uh, it'd be interesting if he would have done it now so he could have been governor for four years and then turn around and run for president <laughs> again. <laughs> it'd be good TV. It's good TV. I'm not <laughs> saying I, I, you know, I want him governor of Tennessee or anything yeah. like that, but it'd be great TV. Anything else on this one? No. No. no nothing. Um, 
I mean, my thing on impeachment is I don't think they have grounds to impeach him. I think it's it's just all for show. Um, for show. Yeah. The the dog and pony Trump show. Yeah. And um, the dog face pony soldier. Exactly. Yeah. And so there's I don't I don't know. To me, it's a they're only doing it to uh, who, who even knows why. Because uh, because it gets coverage. Who knows why, why they do what they do ever? Yeah. You know, <laughs> who <don't> knows? Know. <laughs> uh, Nancy Pelosi, we got uh, people starving in L.A. and they're living in tent cities. Uh, what do you want to do? Impeach Trump. That's one of the <laughs> that's one of the things that you see going around a lot right now. It took them six months to to decide everyone needed 600 bucks. And here we are uh, five, six days before they introduce the articles impeachment uh, of impeachment against the president. Yeah. Like it's, it's just hogwash. Pelosi man. was holding up a stimulus bill until literally right after the election. It's fairly obvious. Mm. That's what was going on. And, uh, and I, I don't see how people don't just see through this crap all the time. You know, why do we even care what these people are doing? Well, it's because they have so much power over us. That's why oh, that's the problem. They can control so many things. They don't have power over Charlie. No. I'm me. the second tallest libertarian there is out there. Yeah. So. What are we going to do about that? Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a really funny fact check here from PolitiFact. Now, we just went through one fact check from factcheck.org. And then we have another funny fact check from PolitiFact. Now, this one goes along with the incitement thing. But it has to do with talking about Democrats inciting things. And they decided to fact check and say that that wasn't true. <laughs> All right. So that this has actually caused Imagine that this has actually caused a bunch of posts on Facebook to be tagged as false and misinformation for saying that Democrats were were pushing for the protests when buildings were burning and people were getting killed in the streets. The Democrats were in support of that. And that is getting marked false on Facebook mm-hmm. if they can see it anywhere. So uh, quotes by four Democrats twisted it to make make it look like they endorsed riots. They were twisted to make it look like like they endorse riots. <laughs> How do you twist uh, quotes? Now, this is, you know, maybe they didn't endorse riots specifically, but will they extend this same benefit of the doubt to other people like Trump yeah. at all? Well, because is it the same standard. It's, it's not, not the same standard. It's not. It's not the same principle. Um, so here's what they say. Now, these were posts. Uh, it had to do with Iona Presley. Uh, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters have had their quotes and buildings burning in the background. And they say that this is actually, that this is false. This is misleading. So they start off, this is misleading. (laughs) Some of the quotes are legitimate and were made during or around the height of the Black Lives Matter protests over the summer. That's, they didn't call them riots. That's interesting. Or insurrections or anything like that. Uh, some statements received backlash, but none specifically indicated that they meant anything besides peaceful protests. <laughs> of course. What a man, what it must be like to have this type of this type Decision, of like, authority. like, oh, they didn't mean it towards any of the violent riots. I know they these, meant it towards peaceful protests. I know these ladies, they're good ladies, and they would never, <laughs> ever mean something like that, despite what they might have said. So each photo includes a quote purportedly from lawmaker that sounds like she is encouraging unrest. The Post claims that these are direct quotes from when Black Lives Matter was burning down cities and killing people in the streets. The message isn't totally accurate. Some of the quotes are legitimate, 
but some are outdated and unrelated to the Black Lives Matter protests, and others are taken out of context. Just misunderstood. They're just completely misunderstood. This mate. post was flagged as part of Facebook's efforts to combat fa false news and misinformation. Anna Presley, according to the post, Presley said of the Black Lives Matter protests that there needs to be unrest in the streets. Presley did call for unrest in the streets in an August 15th interview with Tiffany Cross on MSNBC's AM Joy. Uh, quote, make the phone call, send the email, show up, she added. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Now, what, right. is, what does unrest mean? Now, this is well after we had seen people murdered and buildings being burned down. And she's not out there saying, we want peace. You know, she might have said it. She did say it. Uh, no, she didn't later. They have to say, there's no indication Presley necessarily meant anything other than peaceful protest. <laughs> so her benefit of the doubt, her, <laughs> her default from the Facebook fact checkers is that... Since she didn't say we want violent protests and buildings burnt down, that she must have automatically meant peaceful that she wanted peaceful protests somehow. <laughs> Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris, the quote attributed Kamala, to, Kamala Harris. Sorry, uh, the quote attributed to Harris that protesters should not let up is legitimate. What? But she was neither referring to riots no con nor condoning people burning down buildings. How do you not know? How do you know? So since she didn't refer to the riots or specifically condone the burning of buildings, then it must have meant that she meant peaceful protests, even though there were violent protests going on <laughs> the whole time. And they should not let up. And they shouldn't let up. What is... So, so, so I'm... <laughs> hang on. Let me get this straight. I'm... I literally have a my my I flicked my lighter. Yeah. And I'm I'm moving my arm towards a building to set it on fire. And I check out my phone real quick and I see from the from the potential vice president elect Kamala says I do not let up. Don't let up. So you know, she didn't say don't light up. <laughs> <laughs> so so while that's happening though, don't let up. Does that mean I keep moving my arm toward or do I I don't like, know. Oh, wait, I need to be peaceful. I mean, when I read the words, don't protesters shouldn't let up. That just that sounds like I should. I need to be peaceful. I should stop burning down bu buildings. Now, to be fair, what we are saying is that no one is really guilty of legal incitement of things. No. But here's the hypocrisy. I'm not saying what she did was illegal. The, where The hypocrisy is where you say that Trump is guilty of incitement. Obviously, it must be removed from office. But now you're making excuses for the literally Facebook tagging things, flagging things as false. And this is just like blatant in your face, like disregard for any sort of uh, what do you call it? Standards or um, conformity like there's there's literally just it's it's like they're no longer trying to hide it. Like we're openly telling you one plus one equals three. That's what we're saying. That's yeah. the world we live in now. Um, wow. She says, uh, so in a speech, so this was, um, let's see, in June of 2020 is when she said the protesters shouldn't let up. So there have been uh, months or a month or a couple months of violent protests at that time, or at least uh, when was that? Did that start in May? Is that when it was? I think the end of May is when the George Floyd thing happened, Somewhere potentially. April, May, something so like that. So maybe a month of violent protests and buildings being burnt to the ground. 
And her first thing she has to say is protesters shouldn't let up. But the problem is this is missing con this statement is missing context, Charlie. Because on August 27th, she said that we shouldn't confuse them uh, with those looting and committing acts of violence. So obviously her statement in June was taken out of context because two months later, she said that she didn't condone the violence. So you're taking her statements in June out of yeah. context. Which means they must be taking Trump's out of context too because he tweeted, <laughs> He's tweeted that he and said, <laughs> you must remain peaceful. You're right. So, and that was you're only right. two days, or that oh, was the same God, day, actually. Right. That was actually the same day. His speech has been taken out of context because today he said he wants peace. <laughs> so it had to be taken out of context. <laughs> okay. Maxine Waters. But, but here, I mean, they, they make sure to point out that they, that she didn't say she wanted riots to continue. So she never, she said that she supported the racial justice protest, but she didn't want riots to continue. Yeah. How do they know that? I don't know. Um, I bet she was having a glass of sangria Maxine. with her friends. It was like, I hope they burn the whole thing down. Yeah. <laughs> Guarantee she was saying that. Old Maxine is quoted saying, Oh, God. We know, we remember this one. Now, this wasn't during the Black Lives Matter protests, this was uh, during a different time. So, uh, you could say that this is not directly associated with that, but did it did it fuel the flame? Did it lead up? Did it raise the temperature of of people around the country? I don't know. She said, if you see anybody from that cabinet in the restaurant, in the department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and create a crowd and you push back on them. You tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. Waters comment came in 2018 at a Los Angeles rally after Virginia restaurant owner refused to serve then White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders. It had nothing to do with the Black Lives Matter movement or riots. So they had to lump this one in uh, for sure with it. They couldn't have just tagged that one photo and said this had nothing to do with the Black Lives Matter riots. It's got to lump it all in with other people who literally were talking about the Black Lives Matter riots at that time. I mean, this is pretty close to incitement. It seems like... When she said, you get out, create a crowd, and push back. That sounds... I mean, pushing sounds like assault. Push. I'm not allowed yeah. to just come up to you and push you. I can't push you without, you know, harming your 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 personal property mm-hmm. over there, you know? So um, that definitely... Uh, now, she doesn't have the benefit of... Or we don't have the benefit of hindsight like people do with Trump's incited riot, which is that the incited riot happened, and bad things happened, and people died. And so now we can't apply a bunch of stuff to Maxine Waters because I don't know if anyone died after she told people to go do that. I don't know. Uh, Nancy Pelosi. Pelosi's alleged riot quote. (laughs) She said, I just don't know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe Maybe there will be. Now that was said over two years ago about the Trump administration's policy of separating migrant children from their parents at the U.S. Mexico border. So that, once again, was not said during the BLM protest. Um, this was said after all the stuff at the, at the border started happening. And so they say that this is false. My problem is that we're not, that we're obviously applying a different standard. And, and one of their standards is that they, uh, they extend a benefit of the doubt, a default position that these, even though they said some inflammatory statements, they didn't specifically call for violence Therefore, they must have meant peaceful protests. Yeah, it has to be. And if you took it any other way, then you're taking it out of context. Man, I don't, I mean, it's, 
I don't know, man. It's everything's everything's gonna be fine. I can't even anymore. Have you guys ever been able to not can't even? Because <laughs> mm. that's how I am right now. I can't even right now, just like Charlie. So we're dealing with a massive amount of hypocrisy right now. One thing that is important is to try and separate the things because even if um even if people on the left were inciting violence and we know that they were inspiring violence at least, or that things that they said could have led to violent things happening. I don't think that people can be held legally responsible for those things, uh, in, in my opinion, because I think that removes personal responsibility from human beings and the decisions that they make in their lives to commit crimes. So I want to apply that same standard Sorry, here breaking, to Trump. Uh, breaking news. It's already cut in. Um, thanks, Wes. And I just looked it up. The House uh, just voted to impeach Trump. They did. And they impeached him. How about that? Justin, President Trump is the first president in U.S. history to be impeached twice. Winning. The House passed an article charging him with incitement of insurrection mm. for his role in last week's deadly Capitol attack. Um, says Trump will stay in office and likely finish out his term because it takes a Senate conviction to remove him even after he's been impeached. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is signaling he's in favor of impeachment, but won't agree to bring back Senate early for trial, GOP sources say. <clears throat> so, of course. Yeah. So, let's see. Um, President Trump impeachment trial won't. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has made clear in a statement to fellow senators that President Trump's impeachment trial won't start until after January 19th. Okay, um, then. McConnell said in the statement that he believes... It will best serve our nation if Congress and the executive and the executive branch spend the next seven days completely focused on facilitating a safe inauguration and an orderly transfer of power to the incoming Biden administration. Yeah. So of course he's going to come out and say I support it, but then I follow through with it. Yes. Yeah, safe he's, face. So he's both on. He's on the record in supporting the impeachment. Wow, they got done done quickly. That was that, that was, was fast. When they really want to do something, they'll get together and do it. Wow. You know. Um, um, it's like this and war. They're, they're real quick at those things, mm -hmm. you know, real fast. Um, how about that? I, you know, I have an issue with this whole incitement of insurrection. We've already talked about this. Some, I don't agree with, um, I don't agree with that. We just went over, <laughs> you know, we just went over where other prominent leaders, uh, could have been taken yeah. as incitement. If you're going to apply the same principle that you're applying to Trump. The problem is this was, it, this was violence against the government. Yeah. So that's way worse than violence against lowly now, citizens. My, here's my thing. How do you fight back against this? You can't. What, what's the answer of fighting back against this? The, like what is, what are Trump's options now? And, and people that support him being as, because I can imagine with this news breaking, that it's going, it's not going to be good. Yeah, not going to be good. Hopefully, they have at least thirty police officers around the Capitol yeah. right now. So my question is, is like, what, what are your options when the media and everybody is against you on false pretenses? Because to me, this is completely false pretenses. Yeah, he did not do anything whatsoever that would actually incite violence. He might have inspired. He might have inspired. That's true. But that's not breaking the law. Mm -mm. It's it's the people who did who who actually caused violence. It's their responsibility for their own actions. This it's like you. It's almost like a, could those people use it in a legal defense? Like I know I went in there, but the Galdarn president told me to. Mm -hmm. He's commander in chief, man. 
He was the leader of everyone. Look, he told me to. You guys impeached him over it. It's, what are you going to do when the president tells you to go in and, and, and ruffle up papers in an office? Yeah. I mean, come on. It's a, it just takes away personal responsibility from people. But I imagine, like, um, I can't think of a real-world example. There's, I'm sure there's plenty, but I've seen this movie so many times, so I'm going to go to Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Imagine you were Andy Dufresne, and you're sitting there at your trial. You, you're, you're innocent of the crime. You were there. You showed up. You got fingerprints, all that stuff, but you didn't actually commit the crime, but they convict you anyway. I mean, how angry and frustrated do you have to be? Like, what are you, what are your options? The people that have been falsely imprisoned, how angry? Since I'm innocent they? of this crime, I find it decidedly inconvenient. inconvenient that the gun was never found. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Man, so good. You strike me as an an icy and remorseless man, Mr. Dufresne. <laughs> it chills my and blood just, just to look, look at you. you. <laughs> um, the other issue I have with this is, now this does not apply to this riot because as we discussed, the day it happened, as it was happening, um, to me, this riot was not over the, the riot reasons. It wasn't, over the, it wasn't over for the right reasons. And... Um, it, if it would have been uh, because, I don't know, the government ruined millions of people's lives throughout 2020 and the people doing it were protesting to get individual liberty and justice for all, for, for everyone, then that would have been the case. But when you're writing just because you want an electoral college vote overturned in some kind of way, that makes me not want to get behind that at all. The issue is, what do you think the government says Years down the road, because I think we can agree we have a tyrannical government, right? We have a pretty tyrannical government. They take rights away from people and lead to the deaths of tons of people at all times. What do you, what do you, I was asking Charlie a question, but he's not here right now. Um, <laughs> he's, re- he's reading. <laughs> reading about the impeachment, man. Um, I, the issue I have with this is what if there is actually a reason to do something in the future that we won't talk about right now. What if you guys found that the tree of Liberty needed to be <laughs> watered and such as that? What if you found that, that, that something needed to happen to take our freedoms back someday? I'm not being a part of this incitement. Now the issue is Nate. you're, you're guilty. It, this is like King George finding the the American colonists guilty of an insurrection against uh, against the crown, you know, it's it's that kind of thing to me. And they can go back on this, like, oh look, this is domestic terrorist activity against the U.S. government. It takes away, in my opinion, the possibility that this be done for the right reasons so, someday. Mm-hmm. When when people have this kind of uh, this immediate mentality that you can't do anything against the government. And that the government's more important than private citizens who had their lives taken away from them uh, in riots all throughout the year. That we have this kind of swift action because some violent action was taken and it was against the government. That sets fear in the hearts and minds of people who might actually want to do something about a tyrannical government someday. I'm not advocating that anyone does that whatsoever. I'm not saying that at all. All right. But what I am saying is uh, you got to be careful what precedent you set, especially like as a libertarian. It's never okay to try and overthrow a government. You know, it's never okay. You should never do that. Well, sometime you eventually 
you got to say there's a point where you would. You got to say that. I mean, in hindsight. And so you can't say that you would never ab advocate or support any type of, of insurrection activity against the government. Can you really say that? Like Libertarian Party, can you really say that? Yeah. After all that, like, you literally will admit that the U.S. government's killing, like, millions of people all the time. There's never a time where the U.S. government needs to be overthrown in right. any kind of way, ever. That's kind of a crazy idea to me. Like I said, this isn't the time. That, and not over... Not over an electoral college vote with no proof behind uh, an election being stolen. That is not the time to to go ahead and play your cards, in in my opinion. But now, I don't know, it sets a dangerous precedent. And I think a lot of liber liberty people should be careful saying, because I've seen this from the Libertarian Party a lot, should be careful saying that this would never be okay in any circumstance. That kind of makes it sound like you would have, uh, you know beheaded old Thomas Jefferson or George Washington sometime. Right. That's kind of a bad president to set. Well, and the, the other problem is, is this is the line of thinking of the majority of people that leads to things that we've seen throughout history. You know, this is, this is how, you know, the, the tyrannical governments rose to power mm -hmm. is because things like this, um, where, where they're, they're doing what they're doing, the government, because you attack the government. And so now they're going to create all these crazy things. And then people, you know, follow along with it. Because and, it was a terrible thing. You know, it wasn't good. People lost their lives and it was right. Kind of not for the best reason. Right. You know? Right. But, but are there other reasons where it might've been like a, and, yeah, there's a lot of reasons. That's possible. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. In fact, that's what it says in the Declaration of Independence. You can make the case for Folks. things that have happened right now or over the course of the last hundred years for stuff that I won't, that I'm not going to. I mean, an easy you guys one, know what I mean. An easy one is, <laughs> is in the, for World War II, putting Japanese in internment camps. I mean, there's a taxation, which I know was ratified by the states. I don't find that. Uh, as a allegedly as a justified excuse in my opinion, I think states uh, I think states can be just as tyrannical mm -hmm. as the federal government can be you know you're uh, I, so I don't think that that's automatically means that it's not the government taking rights away from people uh, you got them spying on your stuff all the time without search warrants you know we we go to other countries and kill millions of people <laughs> you know, yeah, literally, <laughs> like, there's millions of people around the globe that have been killed by us deciding that we were going to meddle in other people's elections. <laughs> and then ultimately, who's responsible for the deaths of 9-11? Yeah, yeah. So it's I mean, uh, is, did the government not incite Osama bin Laden and his crew to commit violence ooh, on September 11th? Now you're getting in the Ron Paul territory. I, <laughs> I you know, yeah, I'm just saying. And by the thought. way, by the way, Republicans, you done you done messed up, Republicans. You had Ron Paul twice. You had the opportunity yes. to, to pick Ron Paul. 2008 and okay. 2012. And then you had Rand Paul also. Mm -hmm. All right. You had some good choices and you screwed it up. I wonder if Sassy with Massey is ever going to run for president. I think he might someday. That'd be awesome. We'll see. That would be so, totally awesome. All right. Are you good? Well, hey, look, breaking news. We got to, you know, thanks to Wes and, and CNNs. That's where I found it. Yeah. CNNs. That, uh, yeah. First time ever. First Thank, time in history. Thanks to our correspondent in the field, Wes. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. It's um first time in history. That's pretty crazy. A lot of a lot of history happening. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um Donald Trump. 
the guy they've been trying to get rid of for four years. And right at the end of four years, by golly, they're going to get him. <laughs> <laughs> the door's hitting them on the way out. <laughs> it sure is. Right. <laughs> it absolutely is. If there was ever a case yeah. of letting the door hit you on the way out, oh, <laughs> that's man. what this is. They have hated this guy for, uh, man, since he started running. Yeah. But anyway, it's um, I just find all this interesting. It, it makes for great entertainment. It does. That's for sure. But I, I think we need to keep focus on, you know, making sure that we're doing the right things and laying down principles and talking about principles and standards and making sure that we're not falling into the same traps that um, both sides have fallen into. Yeah. Whereas they're okay with the government having power as long as their guys in charge. We can't be, we can't be that way. We can't be okay with them impeaching Trump because we hate Donald Trump. We can't be okay. Because because he didn't do anything to be impeached, yeah, he didn't actually inc- criminally incite violence. Same didn't thing the first it. time. I didn't I didn't I didn't support it the first time because I felt like it was being used as a political weapon against a political opponent that he didn't like. It wasn't being done based on any principles whatsoever, right? Because it was being done by a bunch of people who were probably currently doing the exact same thing that they were impeaching him for. Exactly. So I couldn't support it then, and you don't want to support if you do believe in the pol- political process. You don't want to support it when you feel like it's just being done for purely political reasons to take out a person that people just don't like. It's got to be done based on facts and logic mm-hmm. and objectivity and truth. That's not what's happening right now. I mean, yeah, well, that's it. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm going to leave it at that. Well, I'm going to leave it at Guys, if you want to go to mastermindstonks.com. We can learn how to day trade, all right? You can get on there with some of the people who are in the Patreon group right now. It's not just day trading. No, I'm yeah. swing trading. Charlie's in some swing trades mm-hmm. right now. I'm in some swing trades right now. Long-term trading. Yeah. We're both up good on uh, skills right now. Good on that. I'm up 45%-ish on it, something like that. And uh, that was something we talked about last Monday with, with people in the group. And uh, anyway, if you are interested in learning how to trade in general... There's over 250 videos on the website, hours and hours. I mean, just so many hours of content on that website. So you can go all the way from someone who's never looked at trading before in your whole life to someone who can trade the strategies that we trade every day. We go live in the morning at 8 a.m. Central Time, 30 minutes before the market opens every single day. And then we keep it going generally at least 30 minutes after the market opens, uh, sometimes longer if there's good stuff going on. And uh, you can watch the pre-market analysis and then watch me taking some trades or I miss some trades or sometimes I don't buy enough of something or sometimes uh, I buy too much of it or something like that or sometimes it goes really well. You can actually watch what I'm doing and and that doesn't mean you take the trades that I'm taking. That's not what I'm advocating at all, but you can at least get a little bit of advice along the way and I'll, I'll tell you what I'm doing. So you go to mashmystonks.com. That's S-T-O-N-K-S. You can get 20% off your first two months. And not only did we just release a new strategy uh, that will be letting people know exactly what stocks will be trading in advance uh, every day for the strategy. I also just opened another new account today so I can prove that if you got 600 bucks on your stimulus and you wanted it to be 2000, that there is a way to do that without stealing it from other people. You should get them to give it to you freely in the stock market. Mm, <laughs> that, right. that, is, that is a way that you can do it. So I'm just, as a, as a point, going to take the $600, put it into this account, and then grow that money 
and you know get your two thousand dollars and check. then get my two thousand dollar stimulus check without having to put a gun in anyone's head you know i think that that's a, or borrow it from charlie's grandchildren now are you inciting putting guns to people's head I, no i'm just stating what the government does all oh, okay, the time okay you know that's that's basically their main thing is uh inciting violence that's that's what they always do so anyway anyhow uh, go to mastermysongs.com, use the promo code SAVE20 to get 20% off your first two months. You get a seven-day free trial also when you sign up anyway. So if you don't like it, you can cancel anytime, of course. And that's all I got, that's all I got to say. You, yeah. You're missing out if you don't join, Yeah, uh, especially since it's for free to start. To start, yeah. Yeah, it's, for it's not free after the start. But it's literally yeah. free to start. So you're missing out if you don't join. In fact, you know, we always talk about... Um, Maurice, only because Maurice is typically the first person to watch uh, live. He was the first Patreon supporter. He was the first Patreon supporter. He's been the first patron zero. He's been the first um, guy. Just about everything. I was I was making a comment about if you're not first, you're last. But it, it's actually true. And I I could be wrong. Maurice, correct me if I'm wrong. But I believe Maurice now has um, earned more money than he spent probably with us. Probably. So yeah, because he's I mean, been, he won he's, the stimulus package too. Yeah, he won the stimulus package. <laughs> he's been on an absolute tear, mm-hmm. and so um, take it from Maurice. You're actually losing money if you don't follow well, along. And the class expense that's that's education. Like that's not yeah, it's not exactly a trading expense all the time. Like that that's education. You don't you don't go get a a career somewhere and you get paid your salary and you're like, well, I got paid this much. Well, minus what it cost me those 10 business days prorated on the expense of my college. Like that, that's not really the way you think about it. You're like, I just got money right there. Like this is education. It's separate from the money that you uh, would be making from trading. That is how you should think about it Mm -hmm. anyway. And it's good to gain the education and then grow past the class someday where you don't want to want to get on and chat with us in the morning. If you hate us and you know, Probably because you ain't us, more than, more than likely. Uh, Marie says easily, by the way. Oh, good. So, good, good. So there's a good endorsement. Yeah. And and also, I mean, the thing about it is, is that, like I said, if you're, if you're not signed up, then you're probably eventually losing money, although it's going to cost you a little bit to invest because you have to invest in yourself. Um, but then if you stick to the principles and you, you stick to the strategies, then ultimately you could potentially, um, depending on how you are, Uh, make more money than what you're spending. Yeah. And not only that, but literally we give you guys the stock scanners that cost more money a month for us than it does for your membership. So literally there, there's so many bonuses and offers in this thing. It's, it's absurd. Honestly, I don't, I don't don't even know how we're afloat. (laughs) (laughs) So master my trades, master my stocks.com. You guys go check it out. Let us know what you think. If you have any questions, as always, Hit us up anywhere. We'll be sure to get back to you on that. Sign up for Patreon for as long as they'll keep us on it. (laughs) (laughs) Patreon.com slash Good Morning Liberty. Go ahead and sign up for the whole year. So if you you sign up for the whole year, you get that 15% discount, which we've had several people take advantage of over the last uh, week or so, I think, since they introduced us. A lot of people signing up, yeah. So, man, we really appreciate you guys signing up for that whole year, getting that discount. And patreon.com slash good morning liberty. Go sign up and do it. Also, share the show with a friend. I need to check out our reviews. I haven't seen them in a while, but um, you guys have been leaving really kind reviews. And so we really appreciate all of that. 
So continue leaving those ratings and reviews. Let a friend know what we're talking about over here. Join the conversation, patreon.com slash goodmorningliberty. And if you guys do all of that, then we'll be back again tomorrow. Hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty.